from the Summer Skate Studios. This is Analytics and Eyeballs, brought to you by Top Golf. At every Top Golf, it's about fun, climate-controlled, based, increased safety measures with your choices of games as well as our sports bar and restaurant. See your local Top Golf Center or go to topgolf.com. San Diego State University, building the foundations of something bigger at the top college hockey program in California. Go to sdsuhockey.com to find out how you can be a part of it on and off the ice. Summer skates, shower shoes and koozies customized for yourself or your entire team at summerskates.com. Adrian College, championship aspirations on the ice and in the classroom. For more information, go to adrianbulldogs.com slash mhockeyd1. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos from coast to coast and beyond. Wherever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Central Oklahoma University. Go to uclhockey.com to follow the two-time ACHA M1 champions as they look to add a third championship banner to the rafters. Jets Pizza. With six different styles of pizza and eight different styles of crust to go with all of our fresh toppings, you can let your pizza cravings run wild. Toyota of the Desert, your trusted Toyota dealership in Cathedral City, California, at toyotaofthedesert.com. Oklahoma University, 20 years of the action you crave, only faster at ouhockey.net. Caesars Sportsbook app, where every play earns you Caesars rewards towards dining, tickets, VIP experiences, and more. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, award-winning barbecue for your next catered event at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas and our second location, 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, anywhere that you may be listening to us today on the Podbean app. Scott Strandy with you today, trying to fix my headphones as we speak from beautiful Anaheim, California. Uh, Started off a little cloudy with a little marine layer today. Now it has uh, broken into some partly sunny skies and about, I don't know, 68 degrees, something like that. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein out in that beautiful estate on long island new york paul um one coast to the other coast how are you um not as breezy and warm as you are it's a little breezy here and it's you know partly cloudy the sun goes in the sun goes out i hear you well it's good to be back uh after a week off of uh, trying to get settled and and taking care of some medical issues and all yeah. of those things, but yep. safely tucked in in uh, Anaheim, California, and saw a wonderful hockey game last night or yesterday afternoon, I should say, in Palm Springs between the Coachella Valley Firebirds and the Colorado Eagles. A one nothing overtime win. One minute, forty minutes, forty seconds into the uh, overtime, the uh, Eagles get the win. Um, I don't know what to say. You know, it, it's so hard to cover these uh, for me because I'm so close to both of these teams, but actually all the teams in the Pacific Division. But uh, Coachella Valley and Colorado, you know, they've kind of been my homes uh, over the last two years now. And um, so it, it, it's a struggle. But if you're going to lose, at least lose a game that was well played. And I thought both teams played pretty well. 
Well, listen, anytime you get a one nothing game in overtime, you're going to get, um, you know, the odds are, especially in a playoff game, um, that, that you're going to have a situation where that's going to be a well-played game. Because one nothing means there's not a whole lot of mistakes made unless, you know, it's really fluky and the goal pl- goaltenders play out of their minds. And, and I'm sure that both goaltenders played well. But usually in a one nothing playoff game, every mistake gets magnified, even at the AHL level. I'm not just talking about the National Hockey League. You know what surprised me, Paul? And you're 100% correct on that. Jonas Johansson... Uh, for the Eagles gets the win. Joey Decord, the former Sun Devil, uh, takes the loss. Um, and, and both coaches told me that uh, they thought it was going to be a game like this. They felt it uh, maybe 10 minutes in that it was going to be a one-goal type game. Hard fought, tough to uh, get through the middle of the ice. And by hard fought, I don't mean fights. I mean just a battle for position, battle for ice, battle for space, all of those things. But um, both coaches told me after the after the game that they uh, they kind of expected this is the way it was going to go, which is funny because the first game uh, last Wednesday in Colorado went 6-2 in favor of Coachella Valley. Then they came back Thursday night, and uh, the uh, Eagles made a comeback, got a 3-2 win. So you think uh, maybe Coachella's in the driver's seat. They get back home for uh, what essentially is win two out of three, and you're you're moving on. And uh, now, uh, Wednesday night will be a elimination game for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Um, I bring that up not only because that's where I've been, but um, I asked Coach uh, Greg Cronin, who's been around uh, professional hockey for 20-plus years, he told me that uh, this has been the most, in his words, the most bizarre season as far as going through players. Paul, they went through 56 players uh, and signed, I believe he said, five NCAA players after the season. So that's weird. That is really strange. Yeah, well, um, you know, when, when, and, and it's weird because usually teams that are winning don't have that kind of changeover. Um, you know, both parent clubs – had winning seasons. Of course, uh, the Eagles' parent club, the Avalanche, had a lot of injuries. And, of course, were ironically just eliminated from their defense of their Stanley Cup championship by the Firebirds' parent club, the Seattle Kraken. Oh, yeah. I, I've got a clip that I'm going to play here in just a minute. Um, so... Of that um, conversation. <laughs> so, uh, what happens when you're when you're you know when 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 you you the t- you know your your organization has a lot of injuries, guys go up and down, but you don't usually win at the minor league level when you have guys go up and down like that. But that just kind of shows you how deep the the Avalanche organization is where they managed to um, get to the division semifinals. Just ask uh, the Henderson Silver Knights last year what that what that uh, road between Henderson and Las Vegas was like, um, 
or summer when I should say, as they were moving players back and forth through the injury. Yeah, you're 100 percent correct on that as well. They are. Uh, that is a difficult task. And Greg Cronin told me. Well, I'm gonna let him tell you here in just a second. But he told me that um, the players that that they were able to bring up uh, and the NCAA players, particularly that they signed, um, just were very instrumental in um, not only filling the uh, the role but um, but taking care of what needed to be taken care of that makes sense um, filling yeah. a role and um, you know not not necessarily being the superstars but I watched Ryan Sandlin last night play very very well and I was dying to see him as a professional um, um, uh, who am I thinking about Malininsky is that it's the the kid David Malininsky I, I always forget the last name <laughs> or yeah i mean i don't i you know and i'm sure you're screwing up the pronunciation of it too of course i am i mean why wouldn't i that's what i do but well, anyway okay let, let let's let's hear from coach greg conan of the uh colorado eagles about his ncaa players and then uh we'll kind of comment on that in just a second okay all right here we go about this season so far it's been a mix right you've had guys coming in and out uh due to injuries up on top and um, you got guys coming in that are making a difference in college. Uh, it's, it's just typical AHL or is it a little no, different this year? No, I've, I've been, this is what, my seventh year and basically 20 years uh, gap between the first year and this year here. It's just been a completely bizarre year. I mean, right. we've gone through like 56 players who would joke around before the game, like we'd be in big trouble without the college guys. It was one of the first year. You know, my, my five years, the first time we brought in, like, five college guys. And uh, thank God we had them. I mean, Sandlin played a big role tonight filling in. Steinberg, who's a college guy, and then Pavel came in and filled in a really good job with Smallman. And then, obviously, Sam has done a terrific job on the back end. So we're fortunate to have them now, and they're all contributing. Okay, so uh, one more to uh, move on. Um, what's the strategy going to be for Wednesday night? No, it's, we're going to play the, our style of hockey. Like, I don't get into too much what the other team does. Um, we'll look at the tape, and we'll try and make some adjustments to give ourselves the best chance to win. Goaltender was outstanding again, right? Oh, he was terrific. He made – there was a period of time when, like, the game was kind of an ebb and flow game. We had some, some long shifts in their zone that I think, you know, gave us some momentum. And then they had unbelievable momentum after they got their power play, and they had multiple grade-A chances. Was outstanding in that in – that, uh, that uh, two or three minutes there. And I know the big club playing Seattle tonight in the elimination game. Um, kind of a rivalry going on between you two franchises. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. You, you know, when you looked at it and you looked at where we would go if we won and if they won, then you see the abs lined up with Seattle. It's, it was just a, it's an interesting matchup. Coach, appreciate your time as always. Uh, stay out of the sun. It's going to be hot here, I understand. <laughs> 105. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's Coach Greg Conan. Oh. Uh, I had to get a little jab at him about the 105 in Palm Springs. I am so down <laughs> for that. Let's go. Bring Absolutely. It. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Oh, but you know I what? Get, oh. Paul, when you drive 90 miles towards the ocean, it's a cool 74. <sighs> palm, dreams are, palm, palm trees are waving outside my window. A little bit of sun. I can feel a little bit of that ocean breeze blowing this direction. Stick it. Southern California, baby. Stick it. <laughs> just checking, just checking with you. <laughs> By the uh, way, I, I want to give a shout out to. Hopefully, we're going to have a new partner soon. 
in the California Fish Grill. We had a chance to go over there and have a meal the other night. Wow, incredible. Atlantic salmon, brown rice, um, uh, shrimp, um, white fish, you name it. They've got it all at a very, very affordable price. And uh, I reached out to them and said, hey, you know, this is a lot of fun. Uh, it's just a block or so from where we're at now. And I said, um, you know what? You guys need to be partners. Let's let's talk. And they said, hey, we want to serve up, cater your team meals. I said, how about if I give you a whole bunch of teams to cater meals to and some fans? So shout out California Fish Grill. We uh, we like you. <laughs> We'd like to have you as a partner. Well, that's good. What else do they have there besides fish? Uh, that's pretty much what it is. Oh. It's the California Fish Grill. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no Mexican food. I'm sorry. It's not my it's not my jam, but that's cool. I know it's good. Good food, though. Really good food. Uh, we liked it. I don't doubt um, that. And then just down the street from me is, of course, Pure Hockey, which uh, uh, you know, Pure Hockey in Anaheim. Why not? And then a little about a mile and a half past them, the Honda Center, the home of the Anaheim Ducks, who, by the way, are preparing for the draft lottery in just over a week. Correct? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They are. They are. They had the mascot out doing everything he could to. They said they're not superstitious. They're just a little stitious. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> you gotta love it. Yeah, you know, if they listen to you, they're gonna, they'll they'll probably be in good shape to draft um, Adam Fantilli. Oh yeah. Where Ooh. do you, where do you think one Connor Bedard's gonna go? Who? Or would they just pass on him? Who? They might just pass on him. Connor Bedard. Do you know him? No, I haven't heard of him. Okay. Um, research. Do a little research on Canadian junior hockey. Uh, well, really? Okay, because, uh, I mean, like <laughs> I said, never heard of the guy. <laughs> anyway, just to kind of wrap up this one, I wanted to bring that up because there were so many college players. Every time I go to an AHL game now, it just seems like it's college player after college player after college player um, either making a debut or making a move back and forth. Speaking of that, the uh, Avalanche, as you mentioned earlier, were eliminated by the Seattle Kraken last night. So guess what? The uh, Eagles are getting some reinforcements. Brad Hunt, who certainly is not a rookie, right. or um, but coming back, he's there was their captain before he went up, so he'll be back. Uh, ben Myers from the Minnesota Golden Gophers, your favorite college hockey team, oh, yeah. uh, is coming back. Yeah, uh, so they'll get him back. And then, of course, they'll get another goaltender. So they'll have three goaltenders now with Keith Kincaid coming back as well. So that's your AHL update slash NCAA update. Joey Decord again, uh, outstanding. Okay, let, let me tell you this because you're an ASU alum, and I've told you this right. before, but if, if Joey Decord is not the most beloved player everywhere he goes, he, his fandom at ASU was unbelievable. I know the Ottawa Senators loved having him in their organization. He gets plucked out of the uh, expansion draft and ends up in the Seattle organization. And these fans in uh, Coachella Valley really getting a taste of professional hockey for the first time and having to learn a little bit about the game. They love Joey Decord and don't, <laughs> don't let anybody forget it. Matter of fact, the whole organization this week is, is uh, for Wednesday's game. You can get $35 select seat tickets because Joey Decord's number is 35. Nice. So, yeah. But anyway, nice. uh, yeah, they're, they're and, and the AHL is so much fun because they put on a show. I just, you know, 7,900 people on a Sunday afternoon when it's 105 outside. Why not come inside and cool off at Akersher Arena is what I want to know. 
Wow. I mean, that's an easy squeezy right there. Absolutely. Okay, so um, so that's kind of the update on what's going on in the AHL and the NCAA players. Certainly, there are more NCAA players everywhere you look in the uh, the AHL playoffs right now. The race for the Calder Cup, if you will. Um, but I just think, and I've said this before, Paul, a number of times. I think that bridge, that gap, is closing. If I can use those words, the gap is closing between the NCAA and certainly the AHL if not the NHL. Um, well, I mean, no. No, no, no. It's not? It's, you're telling me that it's not closing? That gap is not getting closer and closer every game? Between the NHL and the AHL? No, between NCAA hockey and the professional ranks. Well... Okay, I, I'll give you that. Because just look at your players that can step in, that come out of NCAA well, that's, hockey, that's, and that's can just a, jump I'm, in I, and play hockey I'm, in the big league. I just wanted to. Ma- I just wanted to make sure I was clear. That's all. No, the gap between the AHL and the NHL is still pretty large, um, but the NCAA and the AHL, and there are well, occasional listen. players that can come out. Um, just look what your boy Matthew Nyes is doing for your Maple Leafs. When's the last time that the Maple Leafs got in the second round of the playoffs? Who? Why? Matthew Nyes. Right. The Arizona kid. Yeah. University what about of Minnesota him? product. Making an impact for your Toronto Maple Leafs. Not my Toronto Maple Leafs, I promise. Uh, okay. Just checking. Not mine. <laughs> sometimes I got to check because I don't know about your fandom sometimes. It just eh, shifts. Yeah, it shifts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it shifts like the blowing sand out here in the desert. Um. Yeah. I, listen, I, I want Austin Matthews to score five points a game, and, and I want Toronto to lose every game. What about Matthew Nyes? You don't care about him? Not once he went to that other school. Oh, okay. <laughs> Matthew, or Austin Matthews didn't go to a choice of schools, so he's okay then, huh? Yeah. Yeah, was, I, see, we got to spell this stuff out. People need to know. There's no, there's no questioning where the, you know, sorry that Matthew chose the wrong maroon and gold. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, um, so lots going on. Uh, playoff hockey is playoff hockey with us. NHL, AHL. Um, I thought it was interesting. The young man from the University of Minnesota who made the jump to the Minnesota Wild. You know what I'm talking about, defenseman? Uh, I mean, what, Faber? Yeah. That's yeah, what about him? About. He uh, he had a press conference following the uh, Wilds' uh, exit from the NHL playoffs, and he said, "You know, the the idea here is to win, and uh, we didn't win, so I'm not real happy about that." But he said, "As a matter of fact, I've been doing a lot of losing lately." Well, no, I will not. Uh, <laughs> he just played for the Gophers. They didn't win the national championship, but I think they had a lot of success. Um, and he moves on and plays with the Wild in the playoffs, and he goes, yeah, I've been doing a lot of losing lately. I'm not happy about it. Good for him. Good for him. Anyway, so that's, uh, let's talk about that stuff. I know you got a whole docket full of stuff that you didn't get to last week. So where do you want to start, Paul Hornstein? You steer us in the direction that you want to go with NCAA hockey today on analytics and eyeballs. Well, I, I guess I'll save the possible ASU stuff for last. Um, there are, there are 
Twitter accounts that are putting out lots of rumors. Um, and, you know, whether or not they're true or not, we've not heard, you know. Well, but, uh, before, let's before you, yeah, I know we're going to start somewhere else, but I just want to say this. Um, ASU's head coach, Greg Powers, was uh, inducted into the ACHA Hall of Fame this past weekend. So congratulations again to Coach Powers. We've talked about it. He actually announced it on our show Yep. Um, that he was going in. Who said we and, don't break news? Yeah, exactly. So anyway, uh, I just wanted to get that out there, and then we can lead into the ASU um, rumors and uh, speculation and changes and all that. But go ahead. Go ahead and start with what you all want right. to start with. First of all, we got to start with the U18 team winning gold at the Under-18 World Championship, don't we? Of course we do. That's a gold medal. That always comes first. That's a gold medal. And and um US um led by um you know, there's four players on that team that are expected to be drafted at worst in the top fifteen. Uh, maybe a lot of new coyotes, huh? Uh maybe. Maybe at least one of them anyway. Oh yeah, checking it out. Okay. I mean uh, there were uh, there were some players connected to our teams, so to speak. Sev Boyum, uh, Shy's brother, heading to Denver. Imagine that. It's, I know, shocking. I know, I get it. Um, Carson Musser, heading to CC uh, as a goalie. Well, he is a goalie, not as a goalie. But, yeah, he's a good one, too, by the way. Um you know he'll get a chance to to compete to, against the sponge. Who? Yeah, Caden the Sponge and Barracle. I have no idea who you're talking about. Well, then you got to start listening to the show, my friend. Oh, I just don't listen to you <laughs> and your idiot and your nicknames. But um, he the will sponge. be. How, who am I going to come with? Musser. What's that going to be? Good. Muscles. Thank God. Mister Muscles. I don't know. Well, he is six four, buck night, uh, uh, two fifteen. So he's okay. a little bit bigger than Caden. Yeah, I'll come up, Caden the sponge, and maybe uh, the muscles. How about that? Yeah. Sponge awesome. and the muscles. Awesome. Um, great. Love to hear that. That's awesome. I have to... <laughs> Did I get you distracted? <laughs> uh, no, not distracted. Just uh, very simply, just your nicknames are just no. I just, <laughs> I, I really don't know how else to put it. So, oh well, Coach Bilesma likes my nicknames and jokes. And... Does he? Yeah, perhaps you haven't been on Twitter. Um, he would be wrong. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's that. really that. what it comes down to is he would be wrong. All right, go ahead. All right, um, you know, and just as important, by the way, um, two two of those gold medals will be coming back here to Suffolk County. Where? Suffolk County. Where's that at? Massachusetts? Not the one in Massachusetts. Oh, okay. The one here on Long Island. Oh, okay. Two of them. Are you going to see them? Anybody um, run by the mansion? Well, I, do you know Do you know of any mansions? Because okay. I don't. They'll I come by don't. your estate, maybe? Talk to the guards, see if estates? they can. No, I don't know any estates either. Just, just, just tell the guards if the two guys come by with gold medals, bring them on by. Um, there were uh, a couple players that were literally one of them probably lives within 15 minutes of my house, or at least that's where he's from. He's in the state too. 
Well, he no. Well, I don't know. He probably <laughs> is. I'm not. But he okay. probably is. Okay. Go ahead. Who are those two? Um, they were both forwards. Um, James Higgins. Um, is actually on the U.S. under seventeen team, and I don't think he got a lot of playing time in this in this tournament, but. He was on. He did. He did get a gold medal. And uh, Ryan Fine, who is from the next town over to mine, well, he, he's headed to Harvard. So, obviously, much smarter than I am, or you, for that matter. But oh, speak for yourself in that one. Oh, did you go to Harvard? <laughs> well, there there no. are some people that say I went to Harvard on the salt. So okay. Well, okay. Number one for innovation, baby. Okay, go ahead. All right. Well, we had um, the gold medal game. The U.S. comes back from a two nothing deficit. They really were getting outplayed for most of the game. Team Sweden was definitely the better team for the first fifty minutes. The problem for them was the game was sixty minutes, and the U.S. got a goal with about ten minutes to go in the game, made it two to one. Uh, they tie the game with about a minute to go. And and it was uh, an undefeated tournament for Team USA. Uh, and a gold medal for head coach Dan Muse. We've Dan been on Muse, the show. yeah. Uh, love Dan. think he does a fantastic job with everything he does for Team USA and the uh, team development program. So congratulations to Dan and the guys for getting it done, that so I, I watched a tweet. I don't know. It if was about seen the, three minutes, by the way, not one minute. Have you seen the Twitter post that uh, was put out there? The celebration first, they doused him in in cold water, as you would expect, right, uh, with the Gatorade jug, and then um, after that, after that, they started jumping around him, and uh, people are tweeting out. They're going, like, "Geez, I hope Coach Muse still has toes left because." Well, yeah, I, that's that was the first thing I thought up and down. As you said that. Jeepers, creepers, they were close. Yeah, that's the that's the first thing I thought of as you were uh, as you were talking about it because I don't pay attention to that stuff. That's nonsense to me. But yeah, I hear you. I hear um, you. But that was pretty crazy. They were uh, they were doing a little dance out there. So yeah. So I mean, that was that was huge. You know, that was uh, that was like it, it's U.S. went seven and zero in that tournament. That's that's hard to do in any of those tournaments. Yeah. Very hard to do. Yeah. So you wondered, did they have enough gas left in the tank? Or, you know, was it just going to be one of those things where, you know, it was a numbers game. Eventually you're going to have to lose, and you hoped it wasn't in the gold medal game. Yeah. I mean, well, and and listen, Team Sweden came, over, uh, came off of beating Team Canada. Um, you know, so it's not like um, they had an easy path to the to the finals themselves. No, you know, no, they did not. So, um, you know, um, and the game was, and, and and the tournament was played in Switzerland. So Sweden might have had a few more people in the in the stands, but you know, as you expect in most of these tournaments, somebody's it, every, every team's got a big chunk of people. But a tremendous, tremendous tournament for Team USA. And you can go undefeated in these things. Um, that's big time. That is absolutely big time. correct. Absolutely correct. And you mentioned the goaltenders, Trey Augustine going to uh, Michigan State. 
Yep. And uh, how did we come up with the last name of Carson? Is it Musser? Musser, yeah. Okay. It, Carson, I mean, Musser. maybe it's Muser, but it's probably Musser. We'll find out. Let, let's find out from Peter Menino. He'll know. Uh, <laughs> so. I think Peter uh, Menino and, by the had, way, uh, not... and, and Coach Mayotte had a little recruiting uh, going on with Carson. Yeah. Um, and by the way, not that uh, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of players on this team um, heading to Wisconsin, at least that lasted, and, and heading to Boston College. Um, Why would they be going to Wisconsin? Well, yeah, but don't forget, most of these kids committed before the coaching change. So maybe Tony Granada just couldn't last a year short. <laughs> yeah, story of my life. Uh, there's a few Notre Damers, too. I know uh, Danny Nelson uh, on his way from Maple Grove, Minnesota, on his way to the University of Notre Dame. <sighs> Carter Schlager on his way to Notre Dame. Yep, but he's not from... That he's not from that same, you know, that other state there. He's from actually from South Bend. Yeah, well, you knew that was happening just with the last name of Slager, but anyway. You know, and um, um, uh, they got a, a an Illinois kid as the third Notre Dame recruit, Paul Fisher, on that team as well. So, but um, Harvard did okay too, by the way. They got a couple of real good studs. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, a, there's definitely an East Coast college flavor on this team. Okay. Um, you know, there's there's a couple of kids from Harvard, a bunch from Boston College, a couple for BU. Um, not that there aren't Big Ten reps on this team because we talked about them already, but uh, there's a lot of these players on that team heading to Hockey East. So, Okay. So that's it. Congratulations, Team USA, under-18s. Nice job uh, finishing undefeated in the uh, World Championship. That's uh, quite an accomplishment. Congratulations, Dan Muse. Hopefully we get you back on the show to talk about it yeah, sometime and, very soon. And, and I'm sure that uh, pay attention to some of these names because you'll probably see a couple of them in December at the World Juniors. That's usually how it works. Yep, you don't so. go into the program and uh, and get overlooked very many times. So, if you're in the program, you generally are going to be on the uh, on the following teams for Team USA. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. What else you got? Well, maybe we should take a quickie, a quick break, and I can go into my coaching rants. Oh, you just got to get warmed up, don't you? Is that yeah. what it is? You just need to get warmed up for I it. I need to. I need to moisten the throat and the lips and. <laughs> Uh, you don't want to miss this, folks. Come on back in just a few minutes, and Paul will get into the rant portion of the uh, the show. Nice. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Hey! 
passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goal. He scores. Kale McCarr. Campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Oh my goodness Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for their next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, summer skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. From the nation's best college hockey conference, access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack. is located at 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe and 592 West White Mountain Boulevard in Pine Top, as well as its ghost kitchen in Queen Creek. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. This is ITHSW Podcasts, Analytics and Eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios on the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Indeed it is. Welcome back in, hockey fans, to a Monday night. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Anaheim, California, where the weather is glorious. It's going to rain, though, I understand. And if you move about 20 miles to the southwest of me in San Clemente, there are landslides and people are losing houses, driveways, all kinds of things. So that's not a good thing. But my co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, just got his uh, lips moistened up and uh, voice cleared. Probably got some uh, land shark in him. Um, he's ready. It's a rant. So, uh, Paul, open up the doors on that big estate and let it rip. Uh, I what? Estate? What are you talking? <laughs> about? What are you talking about? <laughs> we'll all find out in, in, in just just time. This summer, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be found out. It's gonna be exposed. You're not gonna be able to hide it any longer because there's just too many 
college hockey players roaming around Long Island yeah, that might just wander by and, yeah. uh, you know, get us some snapshots of the guard shack and things like that. I, I, what? Who? Huh? What? <laughs> okay. All right. Go ahead. By the way, you get some rants to get into, uh, to get into, so get into them. All right. So first of all, um, a couple of the things that we really haven't had a chance to touch on. Um, you know, we, 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 we had a chance a few weeks ago to talk about uh, Scott Sandel and going to, to, to Wisconsin. Okay. Oh, ho, ho. Time out. Scott Sandlin? Oh, I'm you sorry. You breaking news here? No, I'm sorry. Oh. Um, Whew. I thought Mike Hastings, Hastings was Hastings, I thought Mike Hastings, Hastings was Hastings, already out and Scott Sandlin was taking his place. Sorry Whew. about that. Okay, I'm feeling better now. Yeah, Mike Hastings, sorry about that. Yeah. All right. Um and and all of that that was involved there. Um and we I, and I think we got to the Colgate coach retiring at the end of the season. Okay. But I don't think we got to Bentley's head coach retiring and Ryan Sodequist. Okay. He was a Bentley alum, coached there for 20 years. Okay. Um, and, you know, when you, when you look at his record, okay. Um, it was 277, 377, and 85. Okay, now, hey, is is that a, a, a championship record? No. And, you know, obviously, um, he would have liked to have won more games. But I'm sitting here. And as I'm, you know, going through it, I, you know, I don't really like to talk about fan responses to certain things unless they're mine. Okay. But there was a comment put out where they talk about the fact that Bentley's only had a few winning seasons in those 20 years says that Bentley is very tolerant of mediocrity. Tolerant might took us. You know what you're know what the heck you're talking about. Okay? In in the time that he's was the coach, they raised enough money to build a new building. And oh by the way, when you're trying to play teams who are, you know, year after year, okay, who give out scholarships and you don't. What the heck do you expect? Know what the heck you're talking about. You know, they're playing all these teams every year that give out scholarships and they don't. Okay. You want to complain about somebody on a level playing field, that's fine. Okay. 
Boy, but how about giving the guy credit for 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 for, for what he did, and and having a clue? <laughs> okay, you you are you're not you're playing a non-scholarship team against teams like RPI and Quinnipiac and Western Michigan and UConn. Okay. You're you're playing these teams year after year after year, knowing that you're going in, playing that you're the the football equivalent on some nights to the 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 guarantee game, playing at Omaha, playing at Maine, okay, playing at BU. Are you kidding? Know what the heck you're talking about? <laughs> I mean, that's just pure idiocy. That that would be kind of like uh, the Arizona State Sun Devil NCAA D1 team taking on that team from down south. Who? <laughs> the Arizona Wildcats. When they play, it's called an exhibition. It's not oh, for real. Yeah, that is in it because it is. You know, we hope one day we hope we hope one day that it's not. To be honest, you know, we hope that one day it's not. But for now, unfortunately, it is. Coach Berman, if you're listening, that's Paul Hornstein giving you a pat on the back. He knows how I feel. He he knows how I feel, Coach. He knows how I feel. (laughs) And he knows. I don't hide it. Okay? So if you're going to talk about mediocrity, maybe know what the heck you're talking about. How are you supposed to play against those teams when they're giving out 18 scholarships and you're not? It's only in the last year or two that the Atlantic Hockey uh, – uh, teams were allowed to give out scholarships. And some yeah. teams I don't even think are at 18 yet. Yeah, I think you're probably right. So, yeah, good point. Nice rant. What's next? What's next? Okay, so, I mean, since A is, no, I'm not the one that put this out there. Okay, so I want I want to make this clear. But apparently, at least according to public reports, okay, including a Twitter post by Mr. Schlossman, okay, there will be some changes in the ASU coaching desk. How many? We don't know. But he's saying there'll be at least one. Now, whether that's an addition or not. And I think we can put this speculation to bed right off the get-go. It's not the head coach. There's not a head coach change going on. No, it's not the head coach. It is not the head coach. Just want to make that very clear. I didn't want people uh, shooting me emails and texts and telling me that I'm saying that. Because that is not the case. Not the head coach. Okay. Uh, we can definitely make that clear. Not the head coach. But 
if Brad Schlossman is putting it out there, that's well, got to have a little bit of let, let me say this validity, right no? the get-go. Um, I know ASC's program's only been around, what, seven, going into eight years or whatever it is. But right. um, the the point being is it, these coaching cha- staffs change players. I mean, coaches quite frequently. I mean, right. it, people move up and down. I mean, just look at Colorado College. Mark Stewart uh, was going to be a mainstay there the first year with uh, Chris Mayotte. And then all of a sudden, uh, he got an opportunity to go up to Edmonton. Why would you not take that? No, of course uh, not. You have so, to. so these changes do happen, uh, and we're you not sure why these changes are happening. But, you know, let's be honest, Paul. The last two years have not exactly been uh, the way you want to close out a hockey season in, in Tempe. Especially no, it's the not. Especially building, I, things like that. So that you would expect that there would be some changes somewhere. It's not, and, and we know that. Uh, the NCAA is allowing teams to hire a third coach. Which is ridiculous why that hasn't been the case forever, but who cares? Who well, cares? If you want to pay them, who cares how many coaches you have on the staff? Well, I, have I you think... watched an NBA basketball game lately? they got 15 coaches and 14 players. I haven't watched an NBA game since the death of Drazen Petrovic. <laughs> okay. As a matter of fact, and, and, and that was about 30 years ago. Uh, the only basketball I've watched in the last 20 years, basically, is ASU. Okay. So. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just saying. The, the NBA right now has, has 15 coaches for 14 players. That's also the pros. I get it. But still, come on. You can't have a few well, more coaches. Anyway. Whatever. Anyway, I go according, to, according to our friend from the Grand Forks Herald, uh, ASU will be adding uh, – one of the assistant coaches from Colgate, Dana Borges. Who I believe is uh, related to the coaching staff at Stonehill, especially since that's his alma mater. East Coast Um, presence coming to the West Coast? Well, that's... You Can't know, it hurt recruiting, could it? No, well, no. Right? I mean, if you look at most of ASU's roster, you know, their roster basically are are guys that are not from the East Coast. And they have a couple, obviously Chris Grando and Master Simone and 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 so forth and so on. And uh you have one Massachusetts player in Tim Lovell, but he originally started at Boston College. Well, if you look at their roster from last year, that's three out of about, well, okay, and T.J. Semptenfelter from, from New Jersey. But once again, he started at Northeastern. And even Grando and Master Simone started somewhere else. So anybody that basically started from ASU, there's nobody from the East Coast. And you kind of would expect that, right? Because, I mean, look at Coach Powers has been, you know, from even back in the ACHA days, they were getting players out of Western Canada. They weren't going to PEI or 
Quebec or or even Ontario to get a lot of players. If he was bringing down Canadian players, they were from BC or Alberta. Yeah, I think that only makes sense, and I think uh, you know. And so um, those those it opens connection up some more lines doors. are there. So that, yeah, it opens up some more doors, which is what you have to have. And like I said, we don't know uh, for certain yet. No no official announcement has come out and said so-and-so is leaving or so-and-so is coming in. Uh, we're just going off of uh, reports, if you will. So as you mentioned to me before the show, it's something that we thought we had to throw out there uh, just to make sure that we didn't have our heads in the sand and oblivious. But you also know that we're not breaking news. We're the... We're the feature guys. Uh, no, no, I get deep, that, but I deep mean, dive if, guys. I mean, it's okay to say something if Brad Schlossman already has it out there. Well, yeah, we're just uh, following up on his report. What else did Brad Schlossman say since there were college hockey meetings last week in Naples, Florida, Paul? Um, well, um, you could say that uh, there was some. Talk that involved ASU, maybe? Maybe? I thought maybe? you said there was talk. He was reporting there was talk. All right, about there it. was. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, I just. Um, so, yeah. he, what what would that say? Because everybody's been wondering with the speculation. If we're going to be a, if we're going to finish a show on speculation, let's do it right. Where right, is ASU well, going? Where are they going to play in a oh, conference okay, wait, soon? No, 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 Where are about, they headed, no, no, Paul? Come on. No, 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 no. Let's not. Let's just. Oh, darn he, it. He, I thought he reported. Speculation on he that. reported that ASU was discussed at the conference meetings at the NCHC. And according to the story that he wrote, um, the talk was about bringing uh, was discussing ASU in the league not anybody leaving Paul that would make it an odd number I know that we don't like excited. odd numbers it messes, messes up happy. your schedule no it doesn't schedule. no it doesn't it there's screws up independent your, teams it no, screws up your teams. it screws up your schedule and it doesn't certainly screw screws up your tournament because that means somebody has to have a buy it doesn't screw up anything Yes, it does. It messes up your scheduling, and somebody has to have a buy-in in your conference tournament. Uh, Everybody needs to play. Why? Because you don't need an uh, – ask the coaches. How many of them would like to play? Ask Mitch Love up in uh, in Calgary with the Wranglers. He would have liked – he wanted to play so bad, Paul, that he opted to take the first two games at home for the Wranglers, as opposed to going on the road and then getting the final three games at home. He wanted his team playing hockey. Yeah, he was happy to win the, the Pacific Division regular season, but that bye, man, that can be a real thorn in your side if you don't know how to handle it. Well, every team wants to get some rest. Odd numbers are bad. Odd numbers are bad. We like, we like odd numbers. We're okay Hate. with it. Odd numbers. Everybody no, okay hates odd it. numbers. We want even numbers for tournaments and conferences. Eh, That's why there's not a 15-team tournament. There's a 16-team. That's different. Huh? Go figure. How's that? How's that different? Anyway, go ahead. They like even numbers. Everybody knows it. Go ahead. Well, it's boring, but, you know, like I said, nothing wrong. There's there's absolutely nothing wrong 
with some odd numbers. There are plenty of independent teams. Then just add two. Just add two. Oh, There's plenty of teams. It? Just add two. No, listen, I maybe they maybe they were talking about it, and, and maybe Brad decided that that's the only one he wanted to mention. <laughs> we need to get Brad on so we can find out what he's thinking. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'm down with that. I mean, you know, um, you know, we're talking. That, that's fine. Um, you know, they're they're they're. There's, according to the story, no decision is imminent, and the conference school presidents are not scheduled to meet, so at least not in the next four to five weeks. So that's Paul. Does that mean um, there still is an NCHC and not a Summit Hockey League? Well, that was talked about too. Okay, um, but that is not. Um, that is not the 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 preference at this time. Uh, once again, uh, in that same story, they talk about um, if they decide to do that, they're worried about what would happen if Tim if uh, Josh Fenton leaves. Somebody who's not as identified with hockey. Will they be ignored? Will they not? get the representation that they they need under the league um like apparently uh you know the 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 big big 10 teams are kind of cranky that uh, they get the the short end of the stick in terms of uh league attention when they're not playing so what yeah no really yeah Anyway, I just sent you a text message picture of my support today. Just wanted you to see it. Just wanted you to know it was out there. Did you get it? God. <laughs> anyway. Ah, anyway. Nice shirt. I, I yeah, don't remember you getting saying. me one of those, but yeah, uh, very nice shirt. Well, aren't you an alum? Yeah, but I'm aren't you not just there. on the Aren't you just on the mail list where they send them to you? No. They should be. I don't make those kind of donations. Of well, let's fix this thing. Somebody's got to fix it. Anyway. Um, okay, so that's interesting talk. Um, anything else that's interesting that came out of the meetings that you heard of that uh, need to be brought up now before we, uh, before we wrap up? Well, I mean, the other thing is, and, 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 I'm, and I didn't realize this, so... Um, when we talked about uh, realignment and expansion, college hockey, um, the moratorium on single sport leagues doesn't end until next month. So what are you telling me? June's going to be a month of uh... no. I'm not telling you anything. Okay, just just curious. I thought you were leading into something. No, I'm not telling you anything. I'm just saying we, you know, it's come up, and we thought that, or at least I did, that the moratorium was done after the transformation committee had their meeting in february but apparently it's not over until june 1st so will anything happen on june 2nd i doubt it will anything happen before next june 2nd maybe let's keep in mind this is college hockey we're talking about nothing happens quickly yeah that's part of the problem right that is a big part of the problem 
big part of the problem. So, um, you know, so that's, you know, and, you know, I did listen to the coach last night again because. The coach I, from Arizona State you're talking yeah, about. Coach Powers, yeah. Um, You know, and, and he did say soon, but we don't know exactly what that means. Um, because college hockey moves very slow. And let's put it in perspective one more time. Even if he says, we've decided June 2nd that we are going into a conference, it doesn't matter which one, that isn't happening for two years because uh, they've got to play out this year and probably next before they could fit into I mean, it's is it feasible? Probably not. Is it possible? It could, but I don't yeah, think yeah. as slow as things move and as much as uh, they want to be methodical and, and correct in all their moves. I don't think they're just going to jump into it and say, hey, Arizona State, we're well, this here's, league. Here's, You're in. Here's what, though. Here's what would be nice. If they – let's just – let's say they're – you know, that they announce at some point before next – this upcoming season, they're going into League X. In a couple of years, um, then maybe we can get League X's uh, officiating crews to officiate oh, ASU home games. I knew it was coming back to officiating at some point in time. <laughs> I think they already have those, don't they? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what they had last year. I don't remember. They they, they had, didn't they have Big Ten officials? Have Big Ten officials. Yeah. I, what does that yeah. tell you? That tells me nothing. Okay. Just checking. Thought thought you wanted to have officials from the league that you may be approaching and going into. Well, we don't know. Any chance, Paul, that this push and shove and conversation about NCHC hockey could be, I don't know, uh, sweeten the deal for us, Big Ten. Here we come. Uh, None of that? You don't think any of no, that's going on? No, because I don't. No. Big Ten's got an odd number. They hate it. They hate giving somebody no, a buy. No, they don't. They hate giving somebody a buy in their tournament. They want games to be played. Uh, I we've, we've said it before. The coaches may want it, but I don't think there's any appetite for it. From the, from Everybody the wants it because it's dollars, it's revenue. No, and you I don't, don't think want the, the, the school presidents don't. They don't want the money? The school presidents don't want to bring in anybody that's not already. Uh, no, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about an even number of teams. They want one team to sit around for a weekend and not bring in any revenue? I don't think because they're worried you're missing about the team? All the TV contracts they just signed. They worry about it. They worry about it. Trust me, they worry about it. They want their teams playing. They don't want buys. They look at it as an unfair advantage to uh, to be not playing somebody. Well, win uh, the regular season, then. What the heck can I tell you? Yeah, they don't want buys. Anyway. Well, once again, I'll say the coaches might not, but the coaches don't really make the final decision. Well, the coaches may. They may be the ones that do want buys because they might have injured players. But I'm well, telling you, might. the revenue sources and, and, and everybody else wants – uh, TV certainly does. Radio certainly does. They want games to be played. They don't want their team sitting around. Whatever. By the way, I know we we did cover this before. Uh, tell the executive producer 
of the program that her fighting uh, Hawks brought in one hell of a class of transfers. <laughs> they did well in the portal, did they? They did. Look for them to make the NCAA tournament or no? Not going to matter. Uh, if they don't with the team they're bringing back, there's going to be bigger problems. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, one final wrap-up. Did, did ASU stick to their guns, or do they have uh, more people coming in out of the portal? Um, well, they did get a transfer from Colgate. Hmm. 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 That's all I'm going to say. Uh, they brought in uh, forward Alex Young, who had 21 goals in 40 games last year. San Jose products? A San Jose Prospects. draft pick, yeah. Okay. So there you get another logo. That's, another that's logo cool. next to the name. That's it. I'll take twenty one goals and forty out a half a goal a game. I'll take that. I'd like to see that done, a half a goal a game. How does that work? Um Split the puck? Yes. Check it in. Check it in. Okay. Well, I got nothing more, man. We got tomorrow night, Tuesday, uh, the magazine-style show in uh, the College Hockey West weekly format. We'll be back tomorrow night. Paul, take it away. From the Summer Skate Studios, this has been Analytics and Eyeballs. It's been brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue, 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, and the second location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, where our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. By Summer Skates, whether you use your own name and number or that of your favorite player, show off your game and style with personalized shower shoes and koozies. See summerskates.com for more information. By Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com, no one knows goalies' needs better than we do. See the website for our three Valley locations and more. Liberty University, strengthen your faith and your game at the premier ACHAM1 program on the East Coast at liberty.edu. By Toyota, support the dealer that supports hockey in your community. Desert Toyota in Tucson, Peterson in Fort Collins, Toyota of the Desert in Cathedral City, California, and Finlay in Henderson. Jets Pizza, more than just great pizza, you'll love our wings, sidekicks, and more. Find the location near you at jetspizza.com. The Caesar Sportsbook app, proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly, with locations in Tempe, Pine Top, and the Ghost Kitchen in Queen Creek. Lunch, dinner, or your next catered event, see us at thespaghettishack.com. And by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where the action is from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. Analytics and eyeballs in all of the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app or for download on your favorite podcast platform by searching and subscribing at ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. That's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. If you like what you're here, tell a friend or leave a positive review. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. Uh, I'm going to close out the show with just a quick message from Coach uh, Dan Bilesma of the uh, Coachella Valley Firebirds. So, yeah, it's a little shout-out to me for listening and paying attention. They got that shot. They got the tip, and they got the, the dirty goal. 
final one for me is you got two more games at home to get this thing done. Um, I think you planned it that way because you went up there for the first two. So what's the uh, game plan for uh, Wednesday night besides uh, predictably unpredictable? <laughs> nice. Good. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> the coach, he said, nice, I like it. Uh, predictably unpredictable is the way he approaches the uh, the next game. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Thanks, Coach. I uh, appreciate making the night. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night.